Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Welcome to The Greatest, a production of iHeartRadio. All right, welcome to another episode of The Greatest. I'm your host, CJ Toledano, and I'm joined by our other host. Megan Gailey. Megan Gailey, my wife and co-host. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Well, so we're, we're recording this on the eve of Sunday, Game 7 mm-hmm. of Dodgers Braves. And I totally forgot. Our guest has many credits, but we've been cel- I just celebrated a, a little bit of a, a Lakers victory with him a few days ago uh, over a podcast. And now we're about to have him on, writer for Sherman's Showcase. He's done all the late night shows. What else have you written for? The ESPYs. The ESPYs. Oh, yeah. You guys wrote on the ESPYs. We were not together. Oh, you weren't together. So different experiences, more gossip. Well, maybe we can get some of those stories out. But ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Rob Hayes. Woo! Woo, 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 woo. Wow, his own hype man. Love that. (laughs) Rob, did you imagine that you would be in this position over the last few weeks where you'd be potentially watching... I mean, you watch the Lakers, your favorite NBA team, win and, and potentially seeing your, your Braves go on to the World Series. No, I, I had no clue that, yeah. I don't think I'd ever imagine an NBA <laughs> final in October. So, yeah. It really is throwing, it's throwing me off. Everything, like sports is, I found out is like my biological clock. And like shit is funky in my brain right now because of it all. Yeah. Wait, you feel like you're going to be pregnant? If, like, you got to get pregnant by a certain time because of sports? Yeah, no, I mean... Oh, I, yeah, like, when the athletes, they're like, well, every, every like, football player gets married in the same month because it's, like, the one month that they are able to. I love that. Yeah. That's but, bad, yeah, right? and so that's how CJ feels, but he has no <laughs> on-court, on-field requirements. I'm, like, coming down from this week from, like, the Lakers championship, even though, like... They they just I just saw a video of them in Vegas. Did you see this video, Rob? No, I remember the Cavs video in Vegas. So I I figured they probably went to Vegas, but I, I didn't see the video. Yeah, Vegas seems like the place in the country 
most willing to turn up and least willing to mask up, you know? So like, I think you can, yeah. to go to Florida, it's like, guys, what are you doing? But to go to Vegas right now, you're like, okay, yeah, I, I guess if you already have COVID and you want to party and you've been locked away for four months, that's where you would go to party. I think the thought process is it's so hot outside. Like if I get mm. it and I walk outside, it will kill it. Like it'll mm. just boil it off of me. Mm-hmm. It is hard to tell. Like, how do you tell a, a team that just maybe won one of the hardest NBA titles that COVID is and hasn't still been real? Anywhere. Yeah, hasn't hasn't been anywhere. Seen their families. I'm sure there's precautions Did being they in- taken. Mm, yeah, okay, sure. Did they invite everybody? <laughs> Well, I just saw an influencer at the party, and it want, I mean, again, my priorities are out of whack because I'm like, how come? How how do I get that info? How do I get to that level where I get to go? Because this dude, I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna name names, but it's just like, really, he gets to stand next to the trophy and get a selfie at the the day club party for the Lakers, but but yeah, but also I saw LeBron. He's You're jealous a of him getting COVID. I'm jealous. No, yeah, I'm not. No, I mean if. Like I said, if you I was sent it get... to your mom who lived in <laughs> Vegas and she was like, this is not good. They should not be here. <laughs> I felt like it was necessary in 2016 because they probably won so many people money yeah. and we weren't in a pandemic. But I remember my father being so mad at them for not going right back to Cleveland. And he was like, they owe it to the people of Cleveland. <laughs> they might have been waiting up all night for them Aww. to come home. Aww, and that... they stopped in Vegas. It was like, yo. <laughs> That's sweet. But to leave the bubble and go to Vegas is crazy. Yeah. To yeah. be like in the <laughs> safest situation yeah. possible and then just go where people are from all over the country go that don't care about masks is insane. Yeah, I mean, if they if any of them do get it, it's like, a yeah, it shows that it's very real. Like, they were in the safest spot and now they, they're there and they got it. But how, how have you been celebrating this week, Rob? What have been some of the ways? I know we were talking about merch, but... I'm curious how you've been celebrating the Lakers win. Um, I got my hat in the mail yesterday. Yeah. But I just been, you know, I've been calling my friends who are LeBron fans that were mad that he went to Los Angeles. I've been, you know, talking to my fellow Laker fans, my Laker fan friends that were mad LeBron came to the team because I always appreciated LeBron. I always loved the Lakers. Yeah. So it's just like a perfect marriage to me, but Everybody didn't feel like that. So, yeah, no, I, I've i really been having a, a great sports week up until Georgia losing yesterday. That kind of hurt because Georgia was undefeated. The Lakers won the championship. The Raiders beat the uh, Chiefs. I'm all over the place. I know. That really oh is. God, that's cr- yeah, that's like the Raiders-Chiefs one is really wild. That's so when you know it's really Why cool. is it that you are a Braves fan where you're from Atlanta, but then your football and basketball team are non-Atlanta? Okay. So we lived in Orlando from when I was one until I was like seven. Mm-hmm. So when Shaq moved to LA, it's the same time we moved back to Atlanta. I was okay. born in Atlanta. We moved back to Atlanta. So in my head, me being a kid, I'm thinking, all right, who knows? We might keep moving. Yeah. So I'm just gonna like my fanship's just gonna go with Shaq. I always wanted to be an actor, always wanted to be an entertainment, even that young. So I was like, yo, I'm 
I'm going to be out there anyway. I might as well be, be a in Lakers LA. Fan wow. In wow. Even at seven, you were like, I'll see you. I'll see you someday, Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, Denzel's at the game. That's where I'm going to be. That's where I'm supposed to be. You know, Jack Nicholson, me. Like, yeah. That's how I always saw it. So okay. I, I've always been a Laker fan. My father has always been, he's from, my family's from Louisville, Kentucky. My father didn't grow up with a NFL franchise. So him and all his friends just picked teams. One of his friends yeah. is a Cowboys fan. One of his friends is a Browns fan. He's a Raiders fan. Okay. And when I was in middle school, he had a job where he was like working on the road during the week. And then we would really only see him on the weekends. So the last thing I wanted to do was bicker about football. And that's like one of the days we had together. So then I became a Raiders fan. That's sweet. I became a Raiders fan in 01. We had two seasons where we were good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the rest has been <laughs> like, oh, this is what being a Raiders fan is really like. Yeah. So yeah. So what what location for the Raiders do you prefer, and how do you what do you think about this this current one? The black hole is always gonna have a special place in my heart because uh, I was able to take my dad there mm-hmm. for his birthday. So I'm always gonna like uh, you know um, my father passed in 2018. Oh shit! So I'm I always like like think of the black hole as like you know like that's got a like special memory and stuff. But being a East Coast Raiders fan that only got to see them, like, you know, when they came to Atlanta for preseason or, you know, the one occasional game or we drove up to Tennessee to see them. And, and like, um, it really doesn't matter. Yeah. So I'm, I'm cool with, you know, going to Vegas and, and supporting the Vegas Raiders. Yeah, I feel bad for the die hard. I mean, when you think of Raiders fans, it's like that's one of the most loyal fan bases. And you see Raiders fans everywhere, truly. But um, the the Oakland and like all of that. I mean, and, and some of the seasons last chance you gave me like a new appreciation of it. But I do. Really, it just sucks. I, I wish Vegas hadn't gotten them. Yeah, I think the Vegas Knights. It's like let's start there, and and maybe that's enough for them. And they have a WNBA team. But you, you were saying they're the owner is actually like doing a great Listen, job. I've right turned now. around on Mark Davis. I you look at him and you go, this cannot be good. <laughs> and then everything he does, you're like, you know, like he didn't. Go, they have the new stadium. Obviously, yeah. he didn't go to the home opener because he was like, if fans can't be here, then I don't think I should be here. Which I, like oh that that that's really nice for a billionaire to say that's like not yeah he's been yeah. really strict about masks he seems like a a good guy despite his haircut I only see family. I only saw him very surface and that's on me for being that, a, a jerk but yeah his haircut is well, goofy this, looking I mean wait, you say NFL owner and you're not like I bet he's a good guy it's like yeah. it's not a crew of like awesome human beings it's just not that's on them that's not really on our sort of um stereotyping of them they could be better Yeah I mean I feel like the the Beatles are beloved <laughs> and they had the same haircut yeah. And you know, no, it's not the true, same. But it's it's, it's classic it's, albums. 
all those number ones. Uh, yeah. But then someone tries to bring the Beatles style back, and then it's like, oh, look at this crazy man when, you know, really... Come on, that's a whole generation grew up on the beat. Yeah. No, Paul changed his haircut. They all changed I, their haircut decades ago. I also think ago. their hair was thicker. You know, he's yeah. got really a thin, <laughs> he's got a thin, wispy, blonde bang. And they had a really nice, thick, dark bang. I mean, you tell me, two two extreme redheads running that organization is is pretty intense. Oh, Gruden looks wild, too. I mean, I remember the first iteration when he was with the Raiders, they would put Chucky up yeah, on the which I love. big That's a screen great, yeah. because he does, yeah. you know, I mean, he's he's funny. Uh, CJ knows that I love when Frank, I love Kel- when Frank Kellyendo plays fat John Gruden. <laughs> I love it. But he doesn't call it that. He doesn't call it fat John Gruden. No, no one does. It's not nice. It's not nice of me to say that. He but doesn't say, and now, fat well, John Gruden. Well, but it's Gruden. like, that's oh, yeah, those are his like. facial expressions, but that's not his face, you know? Yeah. What if, what if you go on Frank Kellyendo's notes and it's like him, all his characters is like... <laughs> Fat John Gruden, Fat John Madden, Fat Charles Barkley. He's just an honest man. He doesn't want to. Listen, I would say John Madden. John Madden is one of his best ones because it's like you guys are comparable. Your faces are the same size. That that's a that's. But he does somewhat. He was doing like Kevin Spacey, and it's like dog, you do it. That's not possible for you. I can't. I can't remember. Oh yeah, it was pre. It was pre. It was pre. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Somebody asked me recently. They're like, "What kind of sport stand up do you tell?" And I was like, "What are you talking about?" (laughs) And they're like, "You're like a sports comedian, right?" And I'm like. No, Those I mean, don't exist. yeah, like I wear, that's just the clothes I wear. I just wear like sneakers and NBA stuff. Well, like, that's good that they had never seen your ass. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like 95% of people who follow me on Twitter or social media have never seen my ass. It does seem like you would have two entire albums dedicated to 90s bulls at this point. Yeah, yeah. Be like, I'll punch him in the face. I'll punch Steve Kerr in the face. I don't know what your jokes would be. But- <laughs> I, I have some sports jokes, but I you got to muscle the crowd into it. Like, yeah. you can never ask the crowd a sports question. Right. You just have to pretend like they know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Like, it's almost like, you know, you just got to assume. Like, I had a joke about Gordon Hayward when he got injured. Yeah. And the hashtag pray for Gordon Hayward, because I thought that was that was a bit much, you know, like. <laughs> Like, the, you know, like, like pray for Paris. Right, like right. Yeah, yeah. Now we're praying for Gordon Hayward, you know, and I just was like, if, you know, if I made as much as Gordon Hayward, like, it wouldn't matter. Like, right. you could just, you could have my whole, like, I was like, Gordon Hayward could have my whole leg for his contract. I would just be in <laughs> no, the club. No, they had an injury. Leg. <laughs> they had an injury timetable for him within hours. They said, like. Six to eight months. There was no timetable for the other hashtags out there, you know? Yeah. I love the brotherhood of people who've had bones completely pop out of their body. And then they're like, like Gordon Hayward was tweeting at Dak last week. Like, let me know if you need anything. Like they've got like a food train just for people whose legs have snapped in half. It's like, listen, I talked to Paul George. It's like, okay, he talked to Paul George. I talked to Gordon. Okay. He talked to Gordon Hayward. I talked to that one NCAA player. Like there's like a a family. DeAndre, where you went to Louisville? That was a rough one. Yeah. That's my college basketball team. Did you watch that live? 
Yeah, it was on Easter Sunday. My whole family, we were all watching the game, and my cousin kept rewinding. No, he was like, "Oh no, y'all missed it." No, like, <laughs> we're good. We're good. Because they showed it once. Yeah, but now yeah. we have TiVo. Yeah. Showed it once is not as effective. So yeah. Yeah, there is some there is some NCA photographers who got some high res photos oh, no, that no, I had no, seen. No. I remember just being on sneaker message boards that then you know other sections would become sports message boards, and mm-hmm. though you can't rely on those people to censor, and so it was like I was scrolling trying to find you know through the like the Adidas uniform thread, and then all of a sudden that started coming up because it was Louisville, but. All right, well... Should, should we, we take a break? Yeah, let's take a break, and then we're going to come right back, and we're going to go on with our topic. Wait! But then Louisville won the game, and I went to the championship at the Georgia Dome. Oh, oh shit, well, that my is bad. exciting. That is exciting. See, that's <laughs> nice. And then, and then a scandal happened, and that championship got erased. Yeah. So it didn't <laughs> we, sorry, we, we went on break as, as Rob. I cut Rob off. Well, then we'll take a break us. now. Okay, here Wait, we go. Okay. Wait, we're gone. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood, a brand that's truly close to my heart because it was founded in my kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton. Today, Laird Superfood boasts an amazing lineup of products, all crafted with the highest quality plant-based ingredients. Think functional mushrooms, real fruits and veggies. What makes us unique? 
We're committed to using only real ingredients, no artificial and no natural flavors. Two of my absolute favorites are prebiotic daily greens, really great tasting, and we've added some mushrooms to support your gut even a little more. Then there's our instant latte lineup. We've got instant mocha, instant latte, chai. If you want to discover Laird Superfood, you can do it at your local retailer on Amazon or at LairdSuperfood.com. And if you put in the code GABBY2024 on our website, you'll get an exclusive 20% off your first purchase. Now we're back. All right, now we're back. All right, now we're back. Now we're going to get into the topic. And Megan and Rob, please help me out. So I was trying to figure out the most concise, clear way to say what this GOAT topic is. The greatest team to never win at all. Right, but it's like it's like iterations of teams. Well, I I was doing it as like um, seasons. What do you think it is, Rob? I w- I was wondering what the cr- criteria was because it's loose, but you can say it, and you know, there's there's some franchises, right? And okay. then there are like teams. I was looking at it as teams. Me too. And the you know, so they. Some of their parts have went on to mm-hmm. win championships. These franchises have won championships, but these right. the particular makeup of you know the core people that I'm talking about didn't win. Okay, cool. Right. Like That's for, how we're doing. for me, I like to cross-reference with lists. And so obviously the that Warriors team that was up 3-1 on the Cavs is on some lists as one of the greatest teams to not yeah. win at all. But I'm like, you guys have enough. You know, like you're not going on my list. You've yeah, there were an, the uh, core people. Most ended up of winning. you won a championship multiple ones, yeah. so like I, you're not going to be on my list. But right, if right. there's people that you're like, "Ooh, they didn't," then that's how I did it. Um, Rob, do you feel comfortable going first? So you pick your number three. Sure. Okay. Awesome. I, I give my my full three. No, no. no so just pick- give us your bronze medalist. Yeah. Okay, bronze medalist. Oh man, that is uh, ironic. Because my bronze is the 04 uh, United States Olympics team. Wow, wow. good one. Great. They just, like, okay, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I mean, just, you know, I feel like Larry Brown didn't want LeBron to be a problem. Could have probably unlocked some things in LeBron earlier, but didn't want to deal with LeBron in the playoffs. Allen Iverson was you know, angry at Larry Brown. And, you know, they lost the first game they played in Puerto <laughs> Rico. You know, they, I mean, bronze medal, you had LeBron, you had Carmelo, you had Tim Duncan, you had Richard Jefferson. Marbury. Marbury, like they had a squad, but, you know, and no, it wasn't the best built basketball team, but it was too talented and too many people to win on yeah. to do too many great things for them to not win the mm-hmm. gold medal. Mm-hmm. That's a great pick because a lot of times I, I think the the U.S. has been lucky, but you get all this talent onto one team and then you don't have the time that you have if you are a team within a league. And so mm-hmm. it's like, oh, yeah, it doesn't translate. It can't just yeah. be all the best guys. There has to be some amount of like cohesion and chemistry and and patience or whatever are the recipe and so yeah olympic world championship wasn't what was the 
tournament that they played and it was like the international best and they lost mm-hmm. that. Like they've had some embarrassing oh, yeah, losses. In Indiana. Yeah. Yeah. They, in 02. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was an embarrassment. Like, they came <laughs> in like six. Yeah. It was very bad. And then, but you know, still being arrogant, like the United States is we're like, yeah. just throw LeBron in there. We'll be fine. You know, but and I mean, it it, yeah, with a lot of these guys, I mean, LeBron was what coming off his rookie season. And so, yeah, and, and yeah, these guys, they're playing basketball year round. And we talk about like players being like, like, do you think LeBron's going to play in this upcoming Olympics? Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's old now. Well, he, I, you know what? I, I wouldn't be surprised if he did, but it, it is like truly, man, the tolls that some of these guys take, but also too, that crew is just like, yeah, we're going to go in and stomp on these guys. And they lost to Spain um, and somebody, maybe I forget. Spain. But yeah. I want to say Argentina won the was, whole thing. Was, was J- or Carlos Arroyo on a team that they lost to? That was... I know, like, Luis Scola's coming out party yeah. was that Olympics. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody... Oh, 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 oh. Ginobili. Uh, uh, Ginobili, yeah. That Olympics, yeah. So that was a coming out for a lot of, like, what would become international legends. Mm-hmm. So, I remember it was summertime going over to my friend David's house and we'd watch the games at like one o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. And it was like like Melo and LeBron and them, they didn't even know the international rules. <laughs> like, you know, like they didn't even know, like, oh, you could just go to Yeah. The ball's smaller, all that yeah. stuff. That's they crazy. They didn't have any shooters. Yeah, I, I should go back and rewatch some of those games. That is just funny to look. I mean, just to see like LeBron and Iverson and all those guys on the same team is crazy. That's not no, because mm-hmm. I, I always watch not even the game, but like the uh, my favorite one of my favorite clips is of like Dwight Howard, Deron Williams, and LeBron. All those guys at the the bus stop, Wendy's. Remember that? I don't know why. I don't know why I brought that up. That's the greatest team to win it all. All right, Megan, your pick. Great pick. Okay, so my (laughs) third pick is my most recent of all the teams, and it's the 2017 Dodgers team because they lost in seven games to the Astros, and then it was revealed that that was the Astros team that was cheating the entire season and for sure the postseason. So – they did win. Like, it's like they went to seven games and yeah. they weren't cheating and they were cheating. So they were the better team. They should have won. It like really. That went seven games, didn't it? Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's, and it was close. And so. they're pissed. They're really pissed. I mean, and that's why it's like, oh my God, the Braves are so cute. Even when I see your hat, I'm like, oh, I think of Chipper Jones. I love them. I don't fully understand this mix it up thing, but I like watching them do it. Everybody seems great. But I just feel like this Dodgers team that now has new parts on it, it's still enough of those 2017 guys that's like you guys really 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 deserve that title and so I hope you get one outright that that isn't you know kind of because they were saying like we don't want to take like even if MLB is like you guys didn't win anymore it's not going to feel like we won because they did actually win but they cheated to win oh it's nasty so that is it's bad. Um, I mean, so what was the punishment? There is like zero punishment. I, I be- for him, the right? head coach is gone and then the GM is gone. But, what but does it, that do? it wasn't something. And I think the players have been honest about this. It, it was not. 
you know how Bounty Gate, that was definitely Greg Williams. Mm -hmm. This was not the Astros manager. This was a player kind of created and, and some of assistants created scam or scheme or whatever they want to say. And, and then the coach kind of had to pay the ultimate price, even though he wasn't the man behind it all. So that's why it's, I think that's why we're still as mad about it because it doesn't, yeah, the Astros got to play this entire season with no fans. So they never went anywhere where people were hostile towards them, even though they're the biggest fucking scammers of the last 50 years in yeah. sports that like, you know, deflate gate is nothing compared to this. Like it bounty really, I know that that's like fucked up cause it hurt people, but it's like this really ended up kind of dictating the entire outcome of a whole season. Yeah. I, I was going to ask, how do y'all feel about cheating? Like overall, because like, I, I don't like spy gate deflate gate. I don't like this Astros thing. Didn't have a problem with the Saints. Yeah, because that really well, I, that's yeah. not cheating. That's just like, hey, we're doing Insane. something that's that's outsour outside of like the the realm of what is considered good sportsmanship, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. Like, hey, we we got a bounty. We got you know money in a pot. If yeah. Because the way they played, I was like. When I was watching those Saints games, I was like, yeah, if I was playing an old quarterback, that's what I would do. If I yeah, was, right. you know, Brett Favre is like 47 years old. Yeah. Like Kurt Warner, he had all gray hair. It was like, yeah, just go make him want to retire. Yeah, I think when Bounty Gate, when that like story broke, I think there were a lot of former players that were like some version of this, like this is a lot of money and this is like, this is targeted towards like trying to get guys injured. And so maybe yeah. that's a bridge too far, but a variation of what's happening had, you know, like you see Ohio state with the Buckeyes on their helmet. It's like, well, that's from sacks. Like yeah. that's a bounty. Yeah. A sticker is a bounty in and of itself. But it's I, a reward for mm -hmm. tackling a person to the ground. So it's probably connected with like the, inherent in like obvious danger of the sport of football since the invention of it. And so they're like, you know, that's I mean, like, listen, we're trying to evolve the game a little bit. And they're like, we're that you can't do that. But it's just like, I bet Bounty Gate existed so many other places and it yeah. just wasn't called out or. And the Saints yeah. were winners. They were a yeah. good team. And mm -hmm. and Sean Payton had a reputation. Greg Williams certainly had a reputation. And it, it's it's similar with Spygate. It's like, if the Patriots weren't the best team, would they have gotten caught doing that? I don't think so. Yeah. Deflategate, yeah. they whooped the Colts' ass. And then the Colts were like, they deflated the balls. It's like, you still got your ass kicked. It's, I mean, it's like still fucked up, but I don't know if it changed the outcome of the game that much. But the ass They didn't did. go Tanya Harding. Like, they didn't yeah. go full WWE and no. just like, take out a know, pipe, no. drive a Hummer in the Kurt Warner's <laughs> car. But if, it, like, you say know? you're like married or someone is your uncle, child, whatever, you're related to someone who's on the Bucks and they get injured by someone and then you find out that that player got $50,000 for injuring your dad, I'd be pissed. Yeah. Yeah. That's your dad, I, I mean, yeah, I would, I would ask for a cut, definitely. <laughs> All right. Okay, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. So I just, uh, uh, my original third pick was going to be the late 90s jazz, but now I want, there's like sort of a tie because I also want to throw in the mid-90s magic. So mid-90s magic and late jazz 
And it's because, I mean, Jordan and the Bulls were just too much. But those were legit teams. And like you guys said, like, those were pretty, like, iconic duos. Or, like, I think that Magic team had more than just Shaq and Penny, obviously. Nick Anderson, Dennis Scott, all those guys. And so, truly, the only reason they didn't win is because they played the greatest. One of the greatest, what we're saying, sports teams of all time. So, I'm going to say, yeah, mid-90s Magic and late, late Jazz. This is a way for you to still get the Bulls in there. Yeah, a little <laughs> this bit. This is the best. Do you have any non-basketball picks? Yes, I do. <laughs> but the next pick is Bulls. Uh, the, no, the Bulls can't be on. Yes, we'll talk about it. I see what you Bulls wrote, and I say no. That Magic <laughs> team, they said they went to the club after they beat the Bulls in the Eastern Conference Championship. They wasn't going to beat anybody in the final. You think they like, believe they, that? They, they celebrated they after, happy. yeah. They were too happy. I think that's what happened that to the Nuggets this year, throws, too. And Nick Anderson was missing free throws. But like, that is the I evidence. Think it was happen. That is like kind of like what happened to the Clippers right now. It's like the young, the veteran, like LeBron was telling all the guys in the bubble right now, like, let's chill out, let's win. It's like a marathon. Like, even if we party right now, like it'll it'll show up in like game two if we don't like and that's what Shaq and Penny as the vets of that magic team going up against Akeem and Clyde and all those guys, like that's why. So See, I think it's more what happened to the Nuggets in the bubble because you saw how much they celebrated after they beat the Clippers. And it was like, oh, you guys are celebrating like you just won the championship, which is yeah. very understandable. You beat. They weren't beating the Lakers. You so. beat arguably the best team left. But mm-hmm. but there was no, you know, when like you saw the Heat win games and you'd see Jimmy be like, there's still more. There's still more. There's still more. No one on the Nuggets was saying that. Yeah. They were like, ah! yeah. they were so happy. <laughs> I mean, you go through two, three, one leads. That I mean, yeah, you go, you're gonna feel like that. You know, like Murray was playing out of his mind, so mm-hmm. I I understand that. Yeah, but I just think Shaq and Penny they were just too young. Yeah, and you know, and, and had too much juice. Like there was no vet that could tell them they were wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was no vet that could be like, "No, we're not going out tonight," because yeah. no one on that team had won. Yeah, I think they needed all, Lil Penny to walk in no, and be like, Lil guys. Penny was the he was the guy calling everyone. <laughs> well, yeah, no. the club. <laughs> he was he was the devil on the shoulder. Yeah, he said he was two devils. He was in a devil costume on both of Penny's shoulders and said, we're going to go meet up with Tyra at the club. But I was going to say the only player from those teams that I even actually feel bad for nowadays is, is John Stockton. Like it would have been cool to see him get one. But Malone went to that Lakers team and that was a bad idea. I think John Stockton is probably upset that he does not have a ring, but I think he's fine being in the hall of fame and being like a funny white man. is like pretty cool too, <laughs> you know, funny as like, Isaiah how are you Thomas, good at basketball? <laughs> Isaiah Thomas will give him a ring and then he can give Isaiah Thomas his gold medal. Oh my <laughs> yeah. God. That's nice. You think they'll switch it. They, they swap for a week. <laughs> that's nice. Now it's number two pick. So Rob, you go ahead. Okay. My number two pick, is a team that just affected me because I watched them do so well. I was so convinced that they were it, and then they never got it done, and that's the Donovan McNabb Eagles. Wow. Like, that whole run Mm -hmm. of, like, they kept losing in the conference championship, Mm -hmm. and then they finally got to the Super Bowl, and then they lost, and they they were, like, a minute away from, like, taking it from the Patriots. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. If they just had a little bit more time on the clock, like who else is on that? Squad? I wonder now that Andy Reid has 
won yeah. and looks like he could continue to win. If Donovan McNabb is like, ooh, is that me? Because like when the Colts couldn't get it done, it was all like, oh, it's Peyton, it's Peyton, it's Peyton. So I, I hope Donovan feels like proud. Like I just really like him and I feel bad now. Because Andy has got one and we were all like really happy for that to happen. Too. Yeah. I was happy for him because I seen him lose all those all those times. And he's had a child. And His family it seems life. really difficult. My introduction to Rush Limbaugh was Rush Limbaugh saying that Donovan McNabb mm-hmm. was overrated mm-hmm. because he's black. Mm-hmm. And I remember it like, oh man, they just let people be racist on, like, on TV. Yeah, NFL <laughs> countdown. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> they um there's a there's a big chapter on that in the ESPN book about um I think it was Tom Jackson was like, I'm not gonna do this anymore. If this is what it's gonna be, I don't wanna be here. Yeah, and they were like, course. Okay, Rush will leave. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, that's the right call. Yikes. I wanted I wanted Donovan McNabb to like shut him down so bad. I wanted him to get a ring just just to yeah. show Rush Limbaugh like you don't know what you're talking about. And being in Atlanta and watching what the Eagles did to the Falcons in the playoffs, like seeing Michael Vick go to Lambeau, be the first person to win in Lambeau in the playoffs, and then immediately the next week watch the Eagles just dismantle the Falcons. It was like, oh, this team, you know, is going, they're going to be a dynasty. Mm -hmm. Like forget one year. They're going to, like they just lost last year. They're, it's not going to happen again. Yeah. It happened again and again and again. And it was crazy. That's why, man, that's what football was always so hard for me to follow when I was a kid because I didn't, I would believe in a team or go, they're unstoppable. And then they would lose in the, <laughs> the Super next Bowl. week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, there is no adjustments. There is no like, all right, it's a seven game series. Mm-hmm. Like part of me is like, I wish we could see what that would look like if there was like a three game series with with a football team. But people would be dead. Yeah, people. That's would be- why they don't do it. I mean, that's why we can't see what it is. It would be really dangerous. Well, that's what they're talking about when they were coming back with the bubble. They're like the NBA. If it's like double elimination or even single game elimination, and it's like, I, yeah, I don't know if the. I think who who would win the the Suns. The Suns would have won mm-hmm. the championship this the year. The Suns would have won. They're going eight and eight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Donovan, oh gosh, I wish you, he had such a fun cribs too. Everything was that Eagles green color. Okay, so my second pick, no one is going to like this, um, but it just, it's part of a crusade that I'm starting on my own. Um, It's a one woman cause for the Malice at the Palace team to get the respect that they deserve. And so mine is the 2004-2005 Pacers team. Yeah. That was I mean, guys, it's a listen. I, we got I agree. We got Ron Artest, Jermaine O'Neal, Reggie Miller, Dale Davis was still there. Steven Jackson, like Steven Jackson. every every p. Uh, there are people that say that was the best team Reggie ever had around him, um, and he, it was his final year, so he was at the tail end, and Jermaine O'Neal was like the young star, and the earlier. Pacers teams, they couldn't beat the Bulls. I wish they could have, but they couldn't. But I think this team was 
wow, just had so many different personalities and things going on that if they could have harnessed it, it would have happened for them. But a hate crime was committed at the palace, so. A hate crime? They threw a beer at Ron Artest, who was laying there trying to de-escalate a situation. I think that's it. Was, it, it was, was a white... He's a it, it I, I don't know. I, I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think when we look back at the malice at the palace, there is a lot of racial... Like there was some race, hatred yeah, and right? undertones that are happening. It's a white man who threw a beer on a black man in Detroit, and then they all threw beers at that. I I just don't know if that would have happened if it was like a it's white the entitlement. Picture. You're talking, yeah, like the entitlement of of white suburban Detroit fans of 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 NBA fans yeah. that it, they're too they're too close, and we see it still <laughs> being an issue. It's like yeah. don't touch them. Do not speak to them that way. Like, that is so fucking crazy the way some of these fans behave. And I can't believe that after this incident, it's like still not in check. I know the security is better, but it's like, what the fuck are some of you people thinking? This is crazy. That like Warriors minority owner who was like grabbing. It's just like, that's, yeah, that, that's bad. That's really bad. And I, and I, I don't think at the time we thought that of the malice of the palace, but I, I feel that way now. Who who is our coach? Um, it was it was either no Larry Brown was no uh, not I wasn't it wasn't Larry Bird it was no, Rick not, Carlisle yeah Rick Carlisle Rick Carlisle yeah Rick Carlisle yeah. to to the starters out yeah, yeah. Rick Carlisle yeah. holds some responsibility in like how the end of the game was going he should have to the starters out but Detroit fired him he built that Detroit team. And took that Detroit team, you know, further than they mm-hmm. thought they could go. And then Larry Brown just swooped in. They mm-hmm. fired, you know, a successful coach. So he probably was trying to run up the score on his old squad. There was a lot you know? of like weird. Uh, was it Ben Wallace's? Rel- had lost a family had member. Lost a family member, yeah. But Who knows part of me what goes, Artest was going through. Whatever Artest is going through, and also just that, I, I, I think he had a temper problem. Which he then, you know, went through rehabilitation, but it ultimately it it ended up giving the Lakers another title because then Meta at the time then went to the Lakers and hit some clutch shots. You don't agree with that, Rob? You're looking at me like that's like I'm gonna take some sort of consolation in that. I don't I don't know why we let Trevor Ariza go. I never will understand yeah. that. I don't think that, you know, we had to get Ron Artes, mm-hmm. but you know, it ended up working out, so that's cool. But at the same time, I don't know why they let Trevor Ariza go. They could pay Trevor Ariza. Well, guess what? Trevor is probably going to end up on the Lakers somehow this offseason. There's going to be some <laughs> every every offseason. It's we might get back, or that the Lakers might get back. Trevor Ariza. I think this is the year that he might go. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. Reggie, it's okay. Also, Reggie Miller could have like three, he could fill up this whole list. I know. You know, there's yeah. there's so many like Pacers teams that were yeah ill. You yeah. know, it's since they had like one shot at the mm-hmm. finals against Shaq. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sad Jalen doesn't have one. You know, like there are there are people I'm sad for. Yeah. Okay, CJ, your pick. All right, D Rose Bowls. I'm sorry that I like. <laughs> they were like, they were first in the East. I'm sorry, everybody. This what is, this uh, this this, this rivals your Tom Thibodeau greatest coach pick for me. For me, it does. <laughs> D Rose and the Bulls. That was that was the, the defense first. That was when man D Rose MVP 2011. 
almost beat the super team. That it, they didn't almost beat the super team. He they, they lost four two, but I don't know. I thought they were a great team, and they didn't win a single thing. I, and like that's fine. <laughs> like I, they the, won game one against the Heat, and that that's good for them. Yeah. No, we all we just talked. We just got off a whole bubble where we said LeBron loses game one. I just think it's wild to pick the Bulls at all. As an organ, as an organization, to be on this, we're list. talking about iterations of teams. I know. We're talking about D Rose, Joakim Noah, Taj Gibson, you Lou how Aldang. I felt where it's if it's like a well, no, I guess I I, I proved myself wrong with my number one pick, so it's fine. <laughs> okay, that's right, your pick. That's my pick. Okay, any, good job. Any... <laughs> All right, we're, we're we're gonna take a break, and we'll come back with our number one picks. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood, a brand that's truly close to my heart because it was founded in my kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton. Today, Laird Superfood boasts an amazing lineup of products, all crafted with the highest quality plant-based ingredients. Think functional mushrooms, real fruits and veggies. What makes us unique? We're committed to using only real ingredients, no artificial and no natural flavors. Two of my absolute favorites are prebiotic daily greens, really great tasting, and we've added some mushrooms to support your gut even a little more. Then there's our instant latte lineup. We've got instant mocha, instant latte, chai. If you want to discover Laird Superfood, you can do it at your local retailer on Amazon or at LairdSuperfood.com. And if you put in the code GABBY2024 on our website, you'll get an exclusive 20% off your first purchase. 
and we are back. That means I'm up first. I have. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, Rob, you're our, you're our big fan. I have my honorable mentions are all of the Colts Peyton Manning teams that did not win. No, I'm kidding. They, I'm happy they got one. It's fine. Uh, my number one pick is the 2007 Patriots. And like, I know they won enough. Oh, really? So it's kind of like I'm a hypocrite for what I just said to CJ. But when you look at, they were just gonna win. Like it, it was the most definite I've ever seen a Super Bowl pick, especially like see, like at the beginning of this season, you have no idea who's gonna win the Super Bowl. And the Chiefs are won it last year and are still good. Like, and there's still uncertainty. And this felt like such a certain thing. And then them to be upset by a wild card team, it was just, it felt good, but it was wild. And um, that's my pick. Yeah. No, I mean, it's funny. Cause I remember not wanting to even watch that Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Just being like, fuck them. But that's like a legendary Super Bowl. It's, Man, I think it is like when when people are like looking back on how I felt about the Warriors and watching those finals, it's like, I'm glad I watched every single one of those because there is that part of them. It's like, oh, if you beat this team, that is that is incredible that it like that's what made the LeBron 2016 NBA uh, finals one of the greatest sporting events of all time is like because just the odds weren't were insane. So, yeah, I mean. That, but boy, I was excited to see the Patriots lose. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I in the way that they did. This too. is this is like the greatest team to lose, like feel good wise yeah. too. But I still when I met uh, Michael Strahan, I was like, "Thank you so much for beating <laughs> the Patriots." Like out of nowhere, he's just like, "Oh, you're welcome." Because like I I hate the Patriots with a passion. Being a Raiders fan. Like, like being, being like a uh, fan of just like humanity. <laughs> like, I mean, the tuck, the tuck rule was the worst. That tuck rule game, it was snowing, and you know it shouldn't have happened. The Raiders were supposed to win. Like John Gruden shouldn't have left. Like the like like the whole NFL would have been different if it wasn't for the tuck rule. So I feel like the Patriots is built on a lie. You can't tell me Michael Vick's not better than Tom Brady. That's just like like the type of world where I live in. Um, so I'm just I just hate the Patriots. I, I can't give them credit for anything. I will argue to death that Joe Montana is better than Tom Brady. Like I'm that guy. Wow. So like this was this was great. They uh-huh. have that blemish on the record. Mm-hmm. You know, the only thing that sucks is I, I wish Randy Moss got a ring. Yeah. That's the yeah. only mm-hmm. part that sucks is that I felt like, oh, well, it's in the back for Randy Moss to get a ring. But also mm-hmm. so, he didn't play like he played with them when he played with the Raiders, you know. <laughs> Definitely did not. When mm-hmm. it was time for him to run on that baseball field, he was not feeling it. <laughs> so. How would you feel if if Tom and Gronk won one with the Bucks? I don't know, because I don't know if I hate him as yeah. much as I hate the Patriots. That's what, but I yeah. love Cam. Yes. But I hate the Patriots. Yes. So I'm in a I'm in a weird just place mm-hmm. all together, mm-hmm. you know. Megan and I had that convo or like I still don't know. I still because I I've, well because Belichick is still yeah. with the Patriots right. and so that that's a symbol that system of, is still in place mm-hmm. and 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 mm-hmm. what I don't like about I would say a majority of Patriots fans still exist you know like they 
Yeah, it's they like, seem like Trump voters, you know, like they, it, they seem very Trumpy to me. So it's yeah. like not a fan mm-hmm. base that I I mean, like, that's what I like. Love the Chiefs. They're my like second favorite AFC team, I guess. Well, the Bills. But like watching them boo the fans boo the unity in the first game. I was like, now I kind of don't want you guys to win the Super Bowl because your fans are shitty. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess a lot of fans are shitty. You know, part, part <laughs> of me, a lot of fans are terrible. Part of me, I'm I'm rooting for Tom Brady just again to like, because a lot of because one he's played he's what 42, 41, 42 right now, and that's insane. Mm-hmm. And just that his like his methods to continue to play, and I, I want him to win so it does look like it's not that much of a Belichick and Patriots thing. It's like a Tom Brady is that incredible. And there's part of me like I, I do enjoy watching him play. Um, I really enjoyed watching him not know what down it was. <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> I mean, and then him dragging his team. I was like, this is the type of messy I've been wanting to make fun of this fucking loser yeah. for, but he's been insulated by this Patriots mm-hmm. way. And it's like, listen, Bruce Arians, he'll fucking hang you out to dry. And he's not, I mean, yeah. he doesn't, but he's not going to shelter you the way that, that Belichick does. So that's like been like him struggling has been enjoyable. I know that's fucked up. Okay. All right. Uh, continuing on, we talked about it earlier about partying during, you know, before crucial, after crucial games. So I'm going to say, and I don't know that much about this team. I just got hip to it like a few years ago, but the 91 through 94 Buffalo Bills is still like, it's almost so painful for any person who watched sports at all. My parents. Yeah. To know that a team. <laughs> Went to the Super Bowl four times in a row and, and lost, lost every, time. every time. And the thing it was, it wasn't like there were there were different Buffalo Bills teams within that. It was like you know they partied, so they were too young or too immature. Then the other team that was focused, and they just like like I don't know the exact Miss specifics. Kick. Yeah, the missed kick. But well, well, yeah, what was that guy's name? I forget. But that like I feel bad for that guy. He seems like like uh, he has like a, a Buckner in him, but uh, I don't think my dad has been the same since. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember going to Rob. My parents are from outside of Buffalo, and so they were they were massive Buffalo Bills fans. Like loved OJ growing up. We used to call my aunt Jane AJ after OJ. We stopped that at some point. <laughs> um, but like they, we. I remember my mom like stenciling a Bills thing on my face and going to a Super Bowl party and another girl wiping the Bills logo off my face because they were so bad. <laughs> I mean, it's not like oh, that no. traumatic, but like my parent, my dad loved the Bills so much, and to watch them lose the fourth time, he just was like, I, I don't, I can't do this yeah. anymore. I think you get an option. I think you get an option after that. I, and I love Jim Kelly, too. Yeah. I mean, he is. I'm sure he life. was at the ESPYs when you were. He's at every ESPYs. You're just like, it, mm-hmm. it's gut-wrenching. And, and his family is really. And so, like, you want someone like him to have a ring. And the fans, those seem like real-ass fans. Do they vote for Trump? Probably. But they're, like, in the cold. They, they're, they'll they be, Bill's like, mafia. 2 and 14. And they're like, we fucking love you guys. It's they have like, their own show, like tailgating show, where they yeah. body slam Whoa. each other into tables. They oh. they started the Buffalo Wing. Yeah, like, they did. You know what I'm saying? Like, they like, did. come on, man. Without them, my my life is totally different. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Without Buffalo wings, Buffalo flavor, Buffalo sauce. Yeah, come on. Whew. 
Come on. I went to Anchor Bar where they made yeah. the first Buffalo thousand Buffalo, and I was like, these are good. They yeah. have like, dude. They I have see how airport. it got started. My parents <laughs> who listen to this podcast, they are going to be so excited that you said Anchor Bar. They get like, but when someone says like buffalo wings, they're like, well, anchor, but like, they got to let everybody know. My grandfather had mm-hmm. those buffalo wings right before he had open heart surgery. He had my mom like sneak what? them into the hospital. Well, he was a doctor. He said, I prescribed these to myself. And so she went to anchor <laughs> bar and got like fried zucchini and buffalo wings for him. That's my kind of dude right there. Yeah, you listen, they're they're opening it up and sucking it out. You might as well. Mm-hmm. And the Bills are good this year. I, they're one of those teams that haven't like people. No one would have any problem with the Bills winning one. Like people would be no, like, "That's not, like no. good." Yeah. Yeah, I don't really. I know Josh Allen is on the team, and Sammy Watkins, Steph, Stephen Diggs. Okay. Like they're good. They're good. Yeah, they are good. Yeah. All right, Rob, bring us home with your number one pick. Okay, my number one pick, um, I mean, my honorable mention, yeah, yeah, I would too. say, are the uh, that Mariners team with mm-hmm. A-Rod and, and Ken Griffey, just because, just thinking about, like, what they did after and just, you know. Um, and then the Bills was also my honorable mention, but I figured somebody's going to yeah. bring up the Bills in this conversation. Um, my number one's got to be the Thunder. The mm-hmm. Westbrook, Westbrook yes. Durant, Durant yeah. Harden. Wow. Like, if they pay Harden $4 million in 2012, more than what they offered him, mm-hmm. they could have had three MVPs mm-hmm. on one team. There it's would shopping. be no step. Yeah. They, they were already like an inch from beating the Spurs in 2013 without Harden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just like there would be no Kawhi. There would be no Danny Green. There would be like like everything would be different. So many Drake lines wouldn't <laughs> exist. Steph Curry wouldn't have the life he has. We wouldn't know how Aisha Curry feels about how women dress. Like so many things that we know in culture today, those Chef Curry shoes, we wouldn't even think about those. Like so many things would be different if that team would have stayed together. Serge mm-hmm. Ibaka, you know. Like, but would have Harden become Harden? Yes, because <laughs> there are injuries. Durant yeah. goes down mm-hmm. and Westbrook yeah. goes down, which gives Harden an opportunity to become Harden. Your podcast guest, Derek Fisher, yeah. was, you know, could have been a leader on this. I mean, those, come on. Yeah. I, I really think those teams that were... They they really had a lot of potential and and Harden afterwards like like those first years in Houston was like I never saw myself as a starter <laughs> like I saw myself as a six man role player like Harden would have would have he was secure in that role and yeah. that's mm-hmm. important you know it's one thing to play somebody as the six man something else for him to be secure in there and then also Harden can run the two. It could be it could have been Westbrook, yeah. Harden, Durant, and the craziest front court, mm-hmm. you know, outside of what we saw when Durant went to the Warriors. And, and like those guys aren't done yet. So like the legacy of that team continues mm-hmm. to grow because Durant could win another one. Um mm-hmm. Russ could they could yeah. all win somewhere and then but it, like, yeah. was something we're gonna about, tell our yeah. kids those three guys were all on a team together and they didn't win and it's gonna be like yeah. what that's like 
seven yeah. MVPs. Well, and, yeah, and they're going to go, but what about that Rockets team when Russ and Harden were together? How come they weren't? Like, that's the thing is, like, it, it was something about that time, too. It was, like you said, it was like Harden was secure in that role and did not know he could be this Harden. So, like, I mean, maybe he knew a little bit, but, like, the Spurs team they beat in the Western Conference Finals yeah. won 11 straight games. Like, they were about to do some, like, 0-1 Lakers type right, stuff. Right. Like, And then they dropped four straight to that uh, that Thunder team. And then, um, you know, they. I mean, they were going back and forth with the Spurs. They would have been rivals with the Heat yeah. or the Cavs or both. You know, I mean, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's a great pick. That's a great pick. Um, all right. Well, Rob, how are, how are you feeling about the game right now? The the Braves. I Dodgers. feel good. I'm games in Arlington, Texas. What um, is what is the origin of mix it up? I don't really know. Okay, great. I don't really know how mix it up got started, but you that's know. what it's called. Mix is it, it like up? we'll just take we're we're a team with a bunch of different guys that are good, and no matter what the lineup is, <laughs> we're gonna win. Maybe that was that's like. Put this guy in. Sure, who cares? To me, it's like cooking. <laughs> like every time I see them do it, it's like after a good play. So it's kind of like they're cook. They're cooking them a little bit, like a like a Harden or like a Chef Curry. Type yeah, thing. yeah, like that's what I thought. Some okay. tea or something. Yeah, yeah, okay. tea. Yeah, tea could be another thing too. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, Rob, where can we where can we find you? Writing for Sherman's Showcase right now. Again, new season coming out soon. Or yeah. Eventually. So new season coming out. Be on the lookout for that. If you haven't watched it, it's on Hulu. It's on AMC Plus, and Pluto TV has an IFC channel on there. You might catch it on there, too, if you only got the free channels. <laughs> um, man, I, I appreciate y'all having me on on y'all podcast. Y'all are like family. You know, Megan yeah. met my sister. I love we your sister. I love her. Yeah. I follow her on Instagram still. We're the same Montreal class. Yeah. And- me and CJ, we did that pilot with Ice Cube, and I really think you got through to him. <laughs> I, I can't have any association, even though all week I have been playing. Today was a good day because to me that is the Lakers theme. But then it's like he's not helping. Every new thing, it's like, uh oh, I don't think we could. But no, but Leftco was over here for for Game Five, and I was I thought we were gonna have a, a no questions asked. Uh, oh damn! Yeah, I told him, and damn. he was excited to see you. Damn! Yeah, but nah, check that, that out. Crazy. What that was called? No questions asked, right? It was called good questions. <laughs> <laughs> no questions asked. That would have been a good. That would have been a good name. It might say. It may not have just been a pilot then, you know. Uh, but our other projects, Motherland, you can come check out if the pandemic is ever over. Which. <laughs> You know, Rob, Rob and I and Megan, we all we all managed to work together or be in the same buildings. Um, but uh, thank you so much, Rob, for for being on the show. You can uh, find me at at CJ Toledano. Rob, what's your Twitter? Oh yeah, what's your Twitter? At Rob oh. Hayes. At Robert is the man on Twitter. That's better. At Robert is the man, and I am at Megan Gailey and Final Bubble Machine this week. So. Stay safe, uh, rate and review. Thank you very much, and we'll talk to you guys next week. And vote. Vote, 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 vote. Give money if you can. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. The Greatest is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Turns out, a delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything they make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived and other thoughtfully chosen ingredients, their cleaning products smell like a dream and work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. Goodness, there's no better feeling than that. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Visit mrsmyers.com today. <laughs> 